Day 17, that's it. That's the stronghold. That's the title for today. Hey, what a privilege it is to partner with you in these 40 days of joy, partner with God's purpose and dream uh, in your life. And as I'm doing these podcasts, I am getting so encouraged myself. (laughs) So I trust that you are as well. This is a good one. You know, as we talk about joy and we talk about what, what are the strongholds and, you know, I remember the quote by Francis Frangipan that really impacted me in the early 90s that set in motion pretty much everything or a lot of what we teach and preach. He said, every area of your life that doesn't glisten with hope means that you're believing a lie And that area is a stronghold of the devil in your life. And, you know, because where hope is, joy is also Romans 15, 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We recognize, too, that that quote, in some ways, every area of your life that doesn't have joy is under the influence of a lie, and that area is a stronghold of the devil in your life. There's because it's the the joy piece, a lack of joy and hope, again, is like the check engine light on a car. It's a reflection of, or it's an indicator that our beliefs aren't high enough in that area. It's an indicator we've been renewing our mind with lies instead of truth. So as we think about the strongholds and we think about the great spiritual warfare passage, or should I say the most quoted spiritual warfare passage in the Bible, in 2 Corinthians 10, 4, and 5, where it says, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. We demolish arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. When I first became a follower of Jesus at age 19, I would come to church not feeling saved, And then I would renew my mind with the lie that I wasn't saved. I would renew my mind with my feelings and maybe my experience during the week of things that I didn't think saved people should do. (laughs) And I would go up to the altar and get saved again. And the Lord says, hey, I've got good news for you. You are saved even when you don't feel saved. I said, wow, that's amazing. I thought feelings were the highest indicator of truth that there was. (laughs) And that that belief, and as we're we're talking about joy, and and what do we renew our minds with, and talking about, I used to only renew my mind with my feelings and my past experience. That's all I, I gave my amen to. And that really created a joyless life, a joyless experience. When it says, be transformed 
by the renewing of your mind in Romans 12 too, part of transformation is going to be experiencing the fruit of the Spirit of Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Love, joy, peace, patience. It, it, it's going to come. So we're, we're talking about strongholds. Now, I use the example in the beginning of the devotional of talking about that when we went to pastor uh, in 2001 uh, at a new church, Wendy and I, the, the first week we are there, someone comes up to me and says, Steve, I want to let you know this city is hard for the gospel. And I knew if I believed that, I would become the biggest problem in this city. I'd be a bigger problem than, than a bunch of Satanists in my city. Now, we don't deny that it's been hard, but we don't call it hard. Because the moment we call it hard, it, then that's it. That's the stronghold. Because that, that belief system becomes a bigger problem than anything that the devil is doing. <laughs> that, that's it. That's the stronghold. Now, so even in looking at that passage in 2 Corinthians 10, 4, and 5, again, the most quoted spiritual warfare passage, it, it's not talking about regional demonic principalities when it's talking about strongholds. The only command that's given is to take every thought captive. Hopefully I finished verse 5. Let, let me say the two verses again. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. We demolish arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. And so... We, we the, Again, the only command that's given is to take thoughts captive, to think differently. The highest level of spiritual warfare is to think higher than what we're feeling and experiencing, to talk higher than what we're feeling and experiencing. And this, this doesn't mean that we're, we're not getting help. We, we don't, it doesn't mean we're, we're never sharing difficulties that we're having in our lives or in our emotions. But we're, we become increasingly careful about the conclusions that we make. Romans 4.17, it says, God who gives life to the dead by calling those things that are not as though they are calling those things that do not exist as though they did. And the reference there is talking about Abram, who became Abraham, and he called those things that are not. He, when he changed, when his, had his name changed in Genesis 17 from Abram, which means exalted father, to Abraham, which means father of a multitude. When he did that, he was literally pulling down strongholds and defeating 
the only thing that could really defeat him was his belief systems in his own mind. So that's it. That's the stronghold. You know, what, what is the stronghold? What, I, I love to listen to me out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The Bible says, I love to listen to me what I think is hard, what I think I'm not good at, because that is great information. Though Those belief systems, my so often are self-limiting. I have self-limiting belief systems. It's not the devil that's stopping me. It's not my past that's stopping me. It's not other people that's stopping me. It's not the amount of money that I have that's stopping me. It is what I believe is stopping me. That's it. That's the stronghold. I remember years ago, I I decided not to believe in jet lag, but to believe in jet bounce. I had faith for jet lag when I traveled international. I had a belief system that believed that I would be non-functional for a while. I said, I'm not going to believe in that anymore. I'm going to renew my mind with jet bounce. And we, we, we get our identity. I called myself a radical person of jet bounce who occasionally has jet lag experience. I call myself a, a great releaser of the supernatural who, who sometimes has non-great supernatural releasing experiences. It says in, <laughs> and, and by the way, just my, my jet lag didn't disappear completely, but it decreased, which I was excited about. So much of what we have in our lives is self-fulfilling prophecies. So as we think today, that's it. That's the stronghold. Then my question to you is, what are the things that you say out of your mouth that reflects a belief system? I mean, it could be this area is hard for the gospel or a belief system, things are only going to get worse. Or that you don't have specific spiritual gifts that the Bible indicates that you do have. Or that you talk regularly about being tired all the time. Or, 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 or whatever. And basically creating an identity, you are a tired person. That's it. And as we pursue these 40 days of joy, and you've got it by now, you know that we can't move into higher levels of joy without moving into higher levels of belief systems. And it's happening. And I, I know that if you are here on day 17 and you are continuing in, you are a powerful person. You are a person hungry you are a person who has hope, who wants to invest in himself to become even a greater difference uh, to others. All right. Hey, wow, God bless you. We are looking forward to tomorrow, day 18, a different kind of repenting, a different kind of repentance.